that was shorter than it should have been. Anyways, um, he hit one. He accidentally hit the space bar with the program log, and everything goes to hell. We're in the middle of flood drive. That's why we need it. Nine four nine eight two four five eight two four. Um, that was surprising. I didn't know the keyboard did anything <laughs> until I dropped something on it. Nine four nine eight two four five eight two four. Um, one of the, the just wrapping up with what Robert uh, did uh, with I, the segment with him is major in past so uh, Marietta is no longer having traffic signal cameras which is awesome and um, in one of the other cities I can't think of it with a name at the moment but it's a small city that is just got incorporated and um, not too long ago and uh, they don't have any parks and so there was a ballot measure that needed two-thirds majority and it would raise property tax like $29 or something so that they can have public parks for the kids to play in and uh, that vote is uh, still pending nobody knows the outcome because they're slower at counting ballots than Florida so um, <laughs> I, I don't know if it's senior citizens or they don't care or it's, it's up in the air if that's still gonna pass and the other thing too is um, there was some I don't remember what it was but it, there was some um, very large piece of San Onofre's uh, nuclear power plant that is uh, being discarded and being taken via transport, much like the space shuttle at like very slow speeds at night. And, and, and it was going through Marietta and then Robert, you know, uh, was at a traffic stop and oh my God, what's that? <laughs> so, it, you know, it probably, it probably looked like a flying saucer or something, you know, cop cars and all of the police surrounding it and the very big truck going very slowly. I'm sure, it, you know, in the middle of the night, that's kind of a scary thing to stumble upon. So, uh, yeah, the San Onofre is a great thing. Um, and then the other thing about San Onofre is, uh, uh, the, well, I've learned this from first-hand experience. Their PR spokesmen are always more chipper and more chillful about nuclear power than they probably should be. <laughs> They're always a little bit too optimistic about stuff. So, um, yeah, that's that's um, that's basically the report from Linden Empires this week. So I'll, I'll just kind of verbally tell it to you instead of have an interview about it because I hit I accidentally did the keyboard. Who knew that the keyboard actually did something? Um, what, uh, just briefly, one more thing. I didn't expect for this to happen, but uh, so I, I'll just do just briefly talk about one more election th tidbit. Uh, Prop 34 didn't pass, and that's very disappointing. Um, I'm not sure. You know, Americans do live in the bubble culture. I mean, that's not a lie. I, I think that's very much still the case. And, and when people, I, when I went out to interview potential voters before the election, that was one thing that I was shocked at was a few, you know, people that considered themselves liberal and voted for Barack Obama was like, uh, eh, Proposition 34, the victims have rights to closure. Eh, I don't know if I want to vote for it. Well, I, I don't know if they know this, but. The places where capital punishment is in use is China, Cuba, Egypt, India, Indonesia, Iran, Iraq, Japan, Malaysia, Mongolia, North Korea, Pakistan, Saudi Arabia, there's a winner, Singapore, South Korea, Taiwan, United States, and Vietnam. No, I, I, miss, I missed a few countries, but those are the places. And of all the people on that list, like... Friend-wise, the only people I would even want to be associated with is probably Japan and South Korea. That's it. I don't, you know, it's like China's a nightmare, Cuba's a nightmare, Egypt. You know, the gov, you know, the military's still in charge there. So we're on that list. And meanwhile, the past use includes Canada, Belgium, Australia, Austria, Israel, Italy, 
Mexico, Netherlands, New Zealand, Norway, Philippines, Poland, Portugal, Romania, Russia, South Africa, Spain, Sweden, Switzerland, Turkey, United Kingdom, and Venezuela. Those are the countries I want to be associated with. <laughs> not, not, not Pakistan and Saudi Arabia, where it's a it's a taboo if a woman is driving. I don't know if you remember that story from last year, but um, YouTube ignited on Saudi Arabia in Saudi Arabia with a woman driving an automobile as a as a, a YouTube video, and that was shocking. And how dare she? And so I mean. It's like, who do you want to be associated with? And that's the other thing that about... Um, abortion follows the same line, actually. If you look at the countries that are for and against, you don't want to be associated with the ones that don't allow for that. So uh, that's one of the things I think that doesn't get brought up with the death penalty quite nearly enough, as as well as the humanitarian side to it, is, is you know, we're... I mean, that's the weird part, is religious people are first to tell you that we're not perfect and we're not made in the image of God. And that's why we need God. But then our justice system is perfect and the guilty always pay for the crime. It's just like a dichotomy that I don't understand with the religious people. It's like, eye for an eye! You know, and of course, the stupid liberal cliche is, well, that makes the whole world blind. But, you know, I had to say it. So anyways, uh, so Prop 34 didn't pass. And the other one that didn't pass that was slightly disappointing was um, 37. Because everybody in my little bubble, in my little group, all the people I knew were voting for 37. So to see that it not passed, that, that was disappointing. And it, it and then a lot. The argument I made was some of the scar tactics they said about oh, prices of food are going to go up. It's too expensive, regulatory measure, blah blah blah. I I, I could kind of see that, and then it's not exact. And if you want to use the um, catalytic converter example from when California started making mandates on air pollution, and how. Uh, the car companies were like, oh, you're never going to buy a car again. Cars are going to be too expensive. We can't regulate smog. And then, you know, lo and behold, we've gotten smog levels down somewhat. Not enough to prevent global warming, but enough for us to breathe somewhat okay. Um, it's easier to manufacture a car than keep track of food sources. I think that's just a given. But so there's got to be some kind of regulatory ban on GMOs or we've got to figure out a way that cheaply solves the problem of labeling because we do have the right to know what's in our food just you know just to say oh well I hope that lettuce isn't GMO or I hope that spinach isn't GMO or asparagus or name your favorite fruit you know and there's it's bad enough that simple things that shouldn't be made of GMOs like potato chips are uh, yeah, so those are a few just very disappointing results. Um, and the other uh, one, not last topic, and I'll just leave this to uh, just to see. I'll, I'll fill in the blank with you on this one. Would you have robots? Would you have robot sex? I don't know. You're you're a tech guy. Would you have robot sex? You know, I I really couldn't tell you. That's an interesting question. Um, eh, maybe try it once. Maybe try it once. Well, um. There's a study that says that you know, there's a futurist article on November 7th that says that robot lovers could help extend lifespans by giving users mind-blowing, let's just say sex, superior from the human meatbag partners. And so basically the, the robots will come equipped with all human training manuals on every type of sex possible. So you can get exactly what you want from your robot, which is kind of 
it, it's basically kind of like an iPad, you know? I mean, it's just like we've personalized the whole experience, human experience to what fits our needs and desires that we don't learn how to like explore together or do something else. It's kind of a weird societal thing that we're doing it to ourselves at this moment where like a lot of, a lot of things are like for example like music you know it's like m- there's not a lot of bands with four or five people that are just you know starting out and that are new you know they're just doing like one person with pro tools and then they're hiring people around them if that album gets big you know i'm thinking Ariel pink but um yeah, it's it's weird how we just want to be our little own dictators of everything that we do. It has to be this way, this way, or this way, and we don't want to explore other options with other human people. That's kind of what I get from robot sex or the story about robot sex. But sure, you sure it's it's an interesting topic. I I give it that, I, and I think there's yeah a different level to it there that you know maybe it is kind of a worrying. Uh, you know, prospect if that's where we're going in society, but yeah. At the same time, I think that that's kind of always happened. That you know, new technology always kind of comes in and replaces the old, and it's kind of a, you know, a unstoppable cycle. Yeah. Well, I think with I think with robot sex in a hundred years, I don't think anybody's having sex with anybody anymore. Yeah. I think it's all I think it's all human robot. <laughs> so on that lovely note, I think we're gonna have to take a, a rain check for today. So Claudia's coming up with Ask a Leader. This is 88.9 KCI FM in Irvine. And don't forget the pledge drive, 949-824-5824. It's not too late. Please pledge for my show, even though I hit buttons by accident. 949-824-5824. We're going to go out with the blow with a song called Parentheses. This is The Heather McCoy Show. <laughs>